Read it from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported as they had done what they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourself to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers. They had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat and by themselves into a deserted place. People saw them leaving. Many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When Jesus disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his rest, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. I'd like to talk about one word that you heard from the gospel today, and the word is rest. Do you know how to rest? Good question. Do you know how to rest? St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, the Latin ludo, is the Latin for Recreation. And the word recreation, the prefix, grammatically speaking, the prefix is re, and then you have the the rest of the word, creation. So you're recreating yourself. That's the technical definition of recreation. You're recreating yourself so that you can have renewed enemy, energy rather. This is one passage where Jesus speaks about rest. Another one you find in John chapter 4, when Jesus is exhausted working so hard that he's sitting at the well at Sychar. And he's exhausted. It's midday, the apostles go off to get something to eat. And as Jesus is resting, the Samaritan woman comes and eventually going to convert her. Third passage on rest would be Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Come to me, all of you are weary, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me because I'm meek and humble of heart. Now many of you people who have come from other countries, from Africa, from India, from the Philippines, from uh, Mexico. The American society is a society known for activism. And when you come here, there's probably been a culture shock, is that 
the cultural fabric of the United States for many years is, is hard work, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But you can go overboard. It's called activism or horizontalism. Well, Pope Leo XIII actually called it Americanism, Pope Leo XIII, a hundred years ago. So, do you know how to rest? So, this is going to be a two-part homily. I'm going to give you the homily today. I'm going to talk about the deleterious or the damaging effects of not getting enough rest. By the way, it's against the fifth commandment. Try to, try to analyze that baby, huh? It's against the fifth commandment, actually. Because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So we have a moral obligation to make sure that we are watching over this temple. So, um, rarely do I do this, but I wrote down a whole list of the negative effects of those who, not, who do not value the importance of rest. By the way, one day of the week is supposed to be the day of rest. And that is Sunday. I would suggest in time, read the document of John Paul II, Dies Domino, okay? Okay, which would be English for the day of the Lord, where John Paul II specifies what should we be doing on Sunday? And what he'll say, I can give you a monarch's footnote summary of the, of the document, is the first part is we rest in the Lord by going to Mass. Resting in the Lord. Then he says it should be family day. That's right. Family day. Where the family is recreating in that day. So give the time to the Lord first, you come to Mass, and then it should be family day. So, so what are some of the deleterious or negative effects of not getting enough rest? Is this how I'm directing to you people because uh, what the devil can do is he pushes us to extreme. People like you will probably maybe not get enough rest. Other people will, will, will get too much rest. I'm, I'm directing my talk to people like you. You people are generous. You have goodwill. But the devil can push us to extremes. Remember there was a, Argent, a proverb I learned, I learned in Argentina. It said, El diablo te quiere agotar tanto que no serves ni por Dios ni por el diablo. What he's basically saying, the devil wants to exhaust you, so you're neither good for God, neither for the devil, no? Okay, the first is this. If you don't get enough rest, face it, you're going to be falling asleep in your holy hour. Amen or oh me? Amen, oh me, oh me, right? Yeah. You're going to be doing the holy hour just like the apostles did their first holy hour. Remember that? In the Garden of Gethsemane? You want to be alert. Holy hour is not an hour to pull out your army cotton, you know, sleep for an hour. You want to be alert. 
And the more alert you are, the more grace this guy's going to give to you. Another negative effect is your, your mind will not be as alert. Your mind is not going to be alert. Now, we don't have professors here that teach at MIT, Harvard, or Princeton, or Yale. I don't think so. But still, we, ha- we all have to utilize our mind to the utmost capacity. Your mind is going to be distracted. You're not going to be focusing on your work as much as you should. The third is this, and if you've ever read a good book on spiritual theology, when you're exhausted, you get more temptations against chastity. All spiritual writers, you've ever read a book on spiritual theology? Yes, temptations against chastity come when your body is enervated, it's, it's exhausted. So, to be able to live the virtue of purity, you've got to get enough rest. The next would be this. There's a Spanish proverb, el perezoso tabaco doble, a Colombian, it's a Colombian proverb, huh? El perezoso tabaco doble. How do you translate that? El perezoso tabaco doble means that if you're kind of tired, you end up by after repeating your job two or three times. So as we're saying in New York, you're, shoot, you're shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and it, it's frustrating if you have, to, you have to do something two or three times. In the Broom household, I had many proverbs, but my mom and dad would say, if, if a job is worth doing, it's worth doing well, okay? If a job is worth doing, it's worth doing well. Okay, are you ready? Buckle your seatbelts now. When you're tired, you're, you're impatient with others, especially your family members, right? Amen or oh me? That's an oh me, right? <laughs> you're snapping at your husband, you're yelling at your teenage kids. Face it, and, and that's a lack of charity. So you actually could be sinning against charity, yes? Also, are you listening? You're impatient on the freeway. And that means you could more easily get into an accident. And by hurting yourself or maybe even hurting others. You know that, you're tired, and there are people that fall asleep behind the wheel, right? Did that ever happen to you? Probably. It probably happened to some of you. You're driving, you dozed off for a second or two. If it weren't for your garden angel going like this, you could have killed someone. Okay, next. I'm noticing in my life here, I've been here for many years, is when I have deprived myself of sleep for one day, okay. Second day, okay. Third day, I get sick. I notice it. I get a cold, 
and then I get the cough, I get the flu, whatever, no? I'm knowing myself. Having somewhat of an athletic constitution, I can, you know, wing it one day, two days, maybe three days. But then after that, my body has limits, it becomes debilitated. Then it gets, then it gets sick for ten days. So, and certainly you're shooting yourself in the foot again. And it probably happens to you people too. Some of you are even older than me. Most not, but most, some of you people are older than me. So you're more inclined, you're weaker as you get older, whether you like it or not. Huh? Okay, then, you're tired during the day. You find yourself doing this. Ugh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there's another Mexican saying, La boca cerrada no entra moscas, right? <laughs> you can get mal you can get flies in their mouth, right? Okay. Now Father Jerry we're here. You love this baby. I'm gonna end with a Father Jerry Wright Clincher, okay? You're going to die 10 years earlier, and that means 100 years more in purgatory. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you recall to live 80? You only live 71 and a half because you did not watch over your body. So, myself, uh, if anyone is being spiritually directed by me, uh, I'm pretty lenient in, in, in a lot of areas. But if you're depriving yourself of sleep, don't come to Father Broom. Okay? Don't come to me. Because I'm not going to let you off the hook. So I've given you t- ten different reasons. Was this helpful? Hello? I mean, obviously you've never, you've never heard a sermon. This is probably the first time this sermon is ever given in the world, no? But it's based on Jesus... So the apostles, they were exhausted, so he said, hey, let's get out of here. Did you follow the rest of the gospel? I was almost laughing when I was finishing the gospel. How does the gospel end? You weren't paying attention because you're too tired. Okay. (laughs) Gets in the boat, when he crosses over, who's there? Thousands of people. The only time they had to rest was in the boat with Jesus. Very ironic, right? There with Jesus in the boat, they were able to rest enough to go back to work. So, we have to work. But but I'll tell you this. The better you're rested, the more efficacious your your work will be. I was listening to Relevant Radio, Conversation with God, and St. Jerome says, if we don't rest... We're like a donkey. A donkey that gets so tired that it rests every, cor- every time he's walking every corner of the street, the donkey is resting. <laughs> okay, so let's pray that we'll be able to order the disordered as you get closer to Lent. And if you rest better, you'll be able to work better. And you'll be more joyful. And you'll be more pleasing to God. 
So that's your examination of conscience today. How do you rest? Let's pray for the, the grace to rest in the Lord. In this life, so we can rest in the Lord for all eternity. Amen.